Alright everyone, welcome to Stories from Eorzea, a podcast that is no longer stories and no longer from Eorzea, but it is from Final Fantasy. This is episode 2 of the Material Lockdown Challenge and we're picking up right where we left off last week. Now, you might be asking yourself, What's that beeping noise in the game? Chirp, 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 And the answer is, I've got no idea. You might also be asking yourself, what happened last time we played? It's been a whole week, Lexi. And the answer to that would be, we met a dude named Cloud who talks like Batman. We met a guy named Barrett that talks like this. We met a guy named Wedge that talks like this. And we met a guy named Biggs that talks like this. And all together, they form the magnificent terrorist team called Avalanche. And last episode, we did some good old-fashioned terrorism. We went into a city's power source, we planted a bomb, and we made it go kablooey! So, now we find ourselves in sort of like a blasted tunnel, and Biggs kind of looks around everyone, and I picture, like, the graphics aren't good enough, but I picture everyone with, like, ash over their faces and things like that, having barely escaped an explosion, and Biggs is just sort of lying on the ground in relief, and he says, that should keep the planet going at least a little longer. Hmm, I don't think that was right. That should keep the planet going at least a little longer. That was better. Wedge says, yeah. Barrett is silent. Jesse says, okay, now everyone get back. Um... Oh, because we blew another thing up. This was a smaller explosion, though. And we rolled out of it all epic-like and stuff, because Cloud is a boss, yo. But Wedge isn't happy. He's running around like his hair's on fire. Barrett. All right. Now let's get out of here. Rendezvous at Sector 8 Station. Split up and get on the train. Cloud. Hey! If it's about your money, wait till we get back! And I guess it was about the money, because Cloud just let him run off. Wow, way to be greedy, Cloud. Ooh, now we're looking up the same street that Ares was on earlier. Oh, and she's still there, except more pixelated than the last time we saw her, which is really impressive. She says... Excuse me, and walks up to Cloud and says, What happened? I'm gonna say, You'd better get out of here. Really? I don't know what's going on, but alright. Hmm, I need a voice for Aerith. I don't know what's going on, but alright. I don't know what's going on, but alright. I don't know. I, I, I. I don't know what's going on, but all right. 
that's I was trying to do like a fairy voice, like really high and kind of shrill, but I don't think my voice works like that. Um, what about if I talk high like this? I don't know what's going on, but all right, I kind of like that. It's like gonna have a little bit of a lisp to it, um, but like my top of my mouth is like way over like I have a massive underbite and with the voice high I think I kind of like it yeah okay cool now Cloud is standing in the middle of a street and I'm gonna follow Aerith the way she walked she's not around anymore though there's a bunch of people running around it looks like I'm at a train station there's a clock up above Ooh, there was some lightning that went back and forth in like a lightning sort of way. It went zzz, zzz, zzz. There's a fountain. I just talked to a guy and he's like, just what the hell's going on here? There's more lightning arcing through like the wires. And a guy says, wonder what that is on the wall over there. Let's see. Don't be fooled by Shinra. Mako energy doesn't last forever. Miko is the planet's life source. The end is nigh. Protectors of the planet. Avalanche. Wow. We're terrorists and we're graffitiists. That's like kind of an odd combination. I just found a potion that was just like lying about on the middle of the ground. Just, you know, hanging out, doing its thing. Seems like someone else would have found it. Or that I should find its owner. Hey, does this potion return belong to you? Did you get too distracted by the wall? No, you, you just... Okay, what about you? Hey, what the hell's going on? What the hell's going on is you dropped your potion. Here, take it. What the hell's going on? I told you, you dropped your potion. Just what the hell's going on? I told you, you dropped your potion. Take it back. Ugh, he doesn't want his potion back. So I guess we're not going to give it to him. That's okay. Uh, I think that's really all there is to find on this section of the train station. We're going to go down this alley here that leaves the train station. We're going to leave the um, lightning. There's Shinra soldiers, and I have to decide if I'm going to fight them. And while I decided it was apparently a timed event... Oh, but look, I'm at full hit points again. Oh, machine gun. I took four damage. Oh, dagger. I took no damage. He missed. Alright. While I'm fighting some battles, I want to have a conversation, y'all. And it's going to be a conversation about Dungeons and Dragons. And I know y'all are going to be like, Lexi... This is a Final Fantasy podcast. I didn't come here to listen to you talk about Dungeons and Dragons. I came here to listen to you talk about Final Fantasy XIV. And then you stopped talking about Final Fantasy XIV. And ever since then, all you've been doing is rambling. And we'd really like you to go back to tightly edited Final Fantasy XIV content. That's what we all want. And I'm here to tell you that isn't going to happen. But I'm also here to tell you that I'm going to talk about Dungeons & Dragons here a little bit. And this Dungeons & Dragons talk is inspired by Final Fantasy. 
because you know it's a thing that almost never happens in Final Fantasy VII is missing. It happens just enough that you know it's a thing. Like, it's possible. I could miss any time I hit the attack button. But, like, I don't miss when I hit the attack button, right? And I think that um, that's really smart by Square Enix. I think, actually, I think this is just Square at this point. Square Enix? Square? Is this the first Square Enix game? No, I ran on a tangent. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, I think that that game design is a really inspired choice. Um, and I play a lot of Dungeons & Dragons, and the thing about Dungeons & Dragons is that it's balanced around generally having about a 60% chance to uh, fail. Alright, I fought a bunch of soldiers... And they surrounded me, and I was on, like, a bridge, and then a train went under me, and to escape the soldiers, I jumped on top of the train. Sorry, I got distracted. Anyways, I think that, like, maybe in Dungeons & Dragons, you should also hit, like, 90% of the time, almost never miss. I think that that's way more exciting than missing. You get to use your class abilities and whatnot. And you miss just enough to know it's a thing. It does require a total balance overhaul of the entire game. But I think it's interesting. This has been a Dungeons & Dragons segment brought to you by Lexi. Wedge. Cloud. Cloud never came. Biggs. Cloud. Think he was scared. I remember. He was deep robot voice. Barrett. No way! Jesse. <sighs> Cloud. Where could you be? I feel like my heart has been broken. Say, do you think Cloud's going to stay on and fight for Avalanche? How the hell would I know? Do I look like a mind reader? Oomph! If y'all weren't such screw-ups. Hey, Barrett, what about our money? Wedge asks. Barrett slams the table. And Wedge says, uh, nothing, sorry. I believe there's sounds on top of this train. Whoa, it's cloud. It's cloud. It's Cloud! It's Cloud! Everyone, it's Cloud! Looks like I'm a little late. You damn right you're late, Barrett says. Come waltzing in here, making a big scene. It's no big scene. Just what I always do. Ah, fuck! Having everyone worried like that? You don't give a damn about no one but yourself. I shrug. Huh. You were worried about me. <laughs> That's coming out of your shirt, you hotshot. Wake up, all of you. We're moving out. 
follow me. Hey, Cloud, you were great back there, Wedge says. Her, her, Cloud will do even better next time, says Biggs. Careful, I'll shut this, says Jesse. Oh, Cloud, your face, it's pitch black. She rubbed my face a little bit with like her hand and says, there you go. And then she walks past me, say, thanks for helping me back there at the reactor. Oh, right, because I helped her pull her ankle out. That was very nice of me. I'm like a hero. I'm Batman. Last train out of Sector 8 Station. Last off is Sector 7. The train graveyard. Expected time of arrival is 12.23 a.m. Midgar Standard Time. We're looking at a train car. Barrett comes running in. And as Barrett comes running in, everyone else goes running out. Except for one bald guy. And... Uh, another one who's wearing like a magenta suit and he looks around and he's like oh man this is why I hate the last train of the night and boy I feel you being on a train with weirdos is the worst the bald man's just sort of like sleeping on a chair oh and it looks like there's like I lied the bald man looks like he's reading a book there's another person who's like laying down on a chair like it's a bed. And he says, huh? This is my house, so make yourselves at home. He's like legit homeless. This, uh, this bald guy says, you see the headline in the Shinra Times? The terrorists that bombed the number one reactor are based somewhere in the slums, blowing up a reactor. They sure put some thought into this one. All right. Um, I want to have a conversation about this, too. Timeline of the events here. We blew up the reactor. Then we blew up the entrance to the reactor. Then we went through some tunnels. We split up to get on a train. Fought some soldiers, jumped on top of the train, got into the train. And there's a headline about us already? That's like a fast-acting newspaper. That's almost Twitter-level fast. Barrett, stop acting like a damn kid. Sit down and shut up. Oh, boy. I had a teacher that used to say that all the time. Wedge, someday Avalanche is going to be famous. And me, too. Biggs, this train hasn't switched to security mode yet. I'm sure that will change by tomorrow. Oh, I can't bother the other passengers. I was trying to talk to Jesse. Hey, Cloud, you want to look at this with me? It's a map of the Midgar rail system. Let's look at it together, and I'll explain it to you. I like this kind of stuff. You know, bombs and monitors and other flashy stuff. Because she wants to flash cloud. Jesse, okay, it's about to start. 
and I'm looking at like a Tron version of Midgar. This is a complete model of the city of Midgar. It's at about one ten thousandth of a scale. The top plate is about 50 meters above the ground. A main pillar supports a plate in the center, and there are other support pillars built in each section. Psst, whisper, 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 psst. The number one reactor we blew up was in the northern section. Then there's number two, number three, all the way up to the number eight reactor. The eight reactors provide Vidgar with electricity. Ugh. I feel electricity between us, don't you, Jesse? Each town used to have a name, but no one in Midgar remembers them. Instead of names, we refer to them by numbered sectors. That's just how things turned out, you know? Phew. Look what's next. Look. This is the route the train is on. And uh, there's like a dotted yellow dot, and now it's like dotted white dots going through the city. The route spirals around the main pillar. We should be coming around the center right now. Each checkpoint has an ID sensor device. It checks the identities and backgrounds of each passenger on the train. Wow, Shinra, totalitarian much? The check is linked to the central data bank at Shinra headquarters. Whisper, whisper, we definitely look suspicious, so we are using fake IDs. Wow. Oh no, speak of the devil. That light means we're in the ID security check area. When the lights go off, you never know what kind of creeps will come out. We're almost back now. Oh, what a relief. Man, while we were in this checkpoint area, the whole screen flashed like dark red and stuff. And like, one... It feels like if you were trying to catch criminals, you wouldn't want to tip them off that you were in the ID checkpoint like that. And two, it means every time you're on this train, it blinks red and white as if you're in Star Trek on the bridge during an attack. I don't think I love this uh, thing. Anyways, can I pause my game? No. I'm going to turn the sound down. Uh, we've been recording for like 18 minutes, so I'd like to thank you all for tuning in with me for episode two of the Materia Lockdown, and I will talk to you all later. Peace, yo!